0: Welcome back to Book Talk Made Me, the podcast where we talk about all the greatest and smuttiest books from TikTok. As always, I'm Caitlin, joined by my amazing hosts, Hilda. Hey, guys. And Bridget. Hi. So today, on today's smuttiest version of (laughs) Book Talk Made Me, we're talking about the fourth book in the Plated Prisoner series by Raven Kennedy, and the fourth book is called Glow. Now, if you haven't read this book, this is our book spoiler warning, so we'll be talking probably about some events that have happened in the previous three books, but today we're going to try to focus on what happened in this book, but we can't promise that spoilers from the other books haven't popped out yet, so be warned. We are talking about everything that happened there. Admittedly, this book was a little bit of a slow start, but I think it ended, ended on some notes that we'd like to get into. Before we kick off, some a little announcements. We did make a bingo card of predictions, so you can head over to our Instagram and see if any of the predictions you had in your brain came to fruition when you read this book. I know some of the ones I had predicted that I was like, this is absolutely going to happen. Didn't happen at all. So we'll get into some of the the bingo card predictions at the end of this, but head over to our Instagram at Me underscore pod and let us know if your predictions came true with this book glow. So guys, we're going to get into a little book talk recap and then get into reactions and normally we're gonna do this a little bit different because normally we'll give you a little microchasm of where you are here's the book the lay of the land and then we'll get into a full recap but i think there's just there's some things that happen in this book that we kind of want to dive into a little bit more right and discuss all right so let's get into a quick book recap so in the beginning of this book it picks off right where book three left off where orrin has just unleashed a tidal wave of gold has killed midas in the process and has basically drained all her powers rip king rot ravager Slade, a man by many names whisks her away to recuperate and figure out what happened to her and he wants
1: her to he rots her to shut her down because she was losing control.
0: Right. He had rotted her, which is part of his powers. And we can get into a little bit more on that. Oh, because I did want to talk about that. That is something I want to discuss. The rot plot point. So the book leaves off with Arn's tidal wave of gold. Rip takes her away, whisks her away to an unloaded location to mend and escape the trauma and the guards that would be coming for her after she just murdered King Midas. So the book picks up right at that point. Where Rip has taken her off to a sort of secret location for her to he recuperate. Her
1: to Deadwell, which is that piece of land that he negotiated with Midas in book three as part of, you know, their like treaty before the shit hit the fan. Right.
0: Deadwell is, we come to find out, a city of folks who have fled Fae folks. Well, not necessarily Fae, but human folks with a Fae assisted long lifespan. This is confusing. As I'm saying this out loud. So yes, it's hard taking- to explain
1: what Deadwell is without going into what happened for us to end up at Deadwell. So just know that Deadwell is like a small secret village. Very small. Carved 50- into the mountain, mm-hmm. essentially, and purposely kept hidden from everybody. With very interesting citizens. Something yes. feels off.
0: And we can uh, find so- out. What- Orin, uh recuperates and takes what feels like weeks, days, um, years to oh <laughs> come back. Um, her power had all been completely drained out and she suffered King Ravager's rot. And she finally wakes up and sort of starts to reclaim her power, meaning her personal power. She is no longer a Golden Saddle locked away in a cage. She has freedoms, she has autonomy, she can basically exert her free will, which she didn't have previously. So it's a lot of her learning her magic, learning to control the gold, which was previously uncontrollable, and learning to harness that, all the while getting some small tidbits that the world she has left behind is in an uproar because she killed King Midas and basically fed the sea. on every day, a tidal wave of gold comes washing out of a castle and gilds everyone in its path. Yeah, Actually, this is just- left... The rest of the world up in arms.
1: Yeah, and not just Midas died. Other people died. We don't know how many, but... But there was also the prince of Fifth Kingdom as well. Yeah, Niven, the brat. The brat. The brat. He died, and so there's that, and then... Right. So two monarchs are essentially wiped out in that same time period. and So Queen, the other monarchs are calling for her. And Queen Kyla, though, is taking advantage of the situation to exert her power, and she starts blaming Orin for what happened. The rumor about Orin stealing Midas's gold power is running around. It's getting spread, because Kyla remembers, like, the Queen of Whispers, and she can control people's voices. And so she manipulates the confrontation between Midas and Oren at the end of book three to make it seem like Oren was the instigator and basically that she was jealous that Midas was marrying Queen I mean, Kayla Kyla whatever her name is essentially she's trying to take over other kingdoms power yeah. so she appoints she's, the new monarch for fifth kingdom mm-hmm. she's going into sixth kingdom which is where Midas was to be able to you know tell the people I was we had gotten married before and did she say that no or that we were betrothed we, our yeah. engagement
0: was announced yeah
1: she wants one of the people to eventually get their trust to be able to take over that kingdom as well so then she'd be ruling Essentially, three hing-
0: kingdoms. Because she's a
1: greedy bitch, she's
0: a greedy bitch. So uh, during this time, Oren's recuperating, learning, harnessing her magic. Queen Kay- Kayla Kayla is making moves, and she is doing all the things we just said: spreading the rumors, acquiring more wealth, and turning the people against her. So while she's recuperating in Deadwell, Slade. King Rock, King Ravager. What are we calling him for the purposes of just not saying 1,000 names? Let's just call him Slade. Yeah, Slade. Slade works yeah. with me. That is like the easiest name to say.
1: I will only call him King Ravager when he ravages her. <laughs> God. I was waiting for you <laughs> to like throw in a really cheesy pun.
0: <laughs> oh, we've got time. We're just getting started. This baby's only eight minutes in. <laughs> so during this time, Slade receives a note that their shipments to the cu- – the their kingdom are being delayed. They're essentially being phased out and blocked out um, and freezed out. Their farmlands are not sufficient enough to feed their entire kingdom, and they rely heavily on trade of gems and oil. And so with the shipment being blocked, people will starve to death. We only have reserves for a month, so something must be done.
1: Because what Queen Kyla is doing is she called a conflux. Mm -hmm. um, And essentially a conflux is A trial that all the monarchs of all the kingdoms hold to, like, hold people in power accountable. And so she was summoning Slade to the conflicts to bring Orin in for questioning, quote-unquote. But Slade kept ignoring her notices and her letters because he doesn't want to take Orin to that. Understandably
0: so, so, because Slade knows what this is. It's a witch trial, it's mm-hmm. not she won't get a fair trial. She'll be condemned and that would be the end of her. And which would be a shame because she's fought so hard for all this freedom. So not the fate he wants to see out for her. Queen Kayla sends her brother Manu. Manu? Manu? You know what? Fuck
1: that guy. So I don't care how we pronounce his name. <laughs> Tell uh, us how you really feel.
0: She sends her brother. Fuck that guy Manu. Manu. <laughs> to King Slade's kingdom to talk some sense into him because one of the rumors that are going around is that Orin stole Midas's gold power and that she will also steal Slade's power. Now, of course, it's a rumor. That's not what happened. But it doesn't help that the people in the city have also heard this rumor and are now spreading it amongst Slade's people. So Manu comes to try and talk some sense into Slade to bring her to the complex. Obviously, he says no. And what results is basically Orin's kidnapping. So on the day that they're supposed to leave to head back with Slade's answer of no, I will not be coming to the complex. She is kidnapped. Marissa, a saddle who has escaped and sort of hung out with the fifth army in the background uh, is stabbed and Orin is taken to the conflux where for lack of a better term, I feel like a a weird nun convent picks her up um, this religious zealot, which is second kingdom and basically washes her, prepares her to stand trial in a big arena where she is sort of, caged again which is ironic given her beginnings as midas's caged saddle to stand trial during this time her power is leached from her in this little cage there's some ruins one of the magic runes i'm sorry one of the kings that are there gathered from all the kingdoms his magic is runes and create some runes to steal all the magic and basically flow it out of her weakening her in the process so as they are draining the life first from Orin and all the gold is flowing out of her because she cannot control it at this point. Everyone sees her as guilty and they order her to be put to death immediately. So it's really not looking for good for our girl Orin because we do not know where Slade is. But- and
1: to make it worse... Her goal has a bit of rot in it, and people immediately notice the viney rot going through her goal, and so now they think she's stolen his powers.
0: <laughs> that was a gilly, the little- <laughs> gilly cameo. We found Gillyweed. <laughs> Did not have that on my bingo card for today, but I love it. Usually we have a little <laughs> have Christmas dringle <laughs> of Toby. Uh, but you mentioned something there that I just want to point out, because I feel like it's going to be relevant in the fifth book, that when Slade rotted Orin he was able to recall all of his dark magic but a tiny sliver of rot still stayed within Oren. and up until this point everyone was kind of like alright well if it's not broke don't fix it you seem really like, fine it's dormant it's fine We're no good. problem uh, so when she's held captive by these runes and they're draining her magic we start to see the effects of what that little rot chip did in her and that power looks like it's spilling out as well confirming their fears that they think that she is actually capable of stealing powers and then will come for them to steal their kingdoms so of course like any good Witch hunt. They say put to death. That's where we're. How this ends. So as basically, Orin's getting stabbed with swords. In comes our savior, the White Knight, slayed to save her, and a big brawl ensues. Where Orin. Can we
1: even call it a brawl that? Because like he straight up's just like rot 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 like you are all just like you're right I feel dying. like Brawl
0: is really diminishing the destruction that he like omissions. no one really
1: tried to yeah. attack him until like he comes in hot the little nephew or son of one of the monarchs uses his powers to capture him
0: basically right so like you said Hilda he comes in hot power rot flailing every which way as he enters the arena or trial court whatever it may be and the only way that they can contain him is to have one of the, the kings who are there from the complex. It was Second the Kingdom? Heir of Second Kingdom. Who's whatever, hosting who's the complex.
1: Yeah. He creates a veil with all the monarchs behind it so that Slade can't get to them with I his. I picture magic. more like
0: a really intense spiderweb veil. Yeah. Because there is like an actual physical threat, I think, blocking them, and Slade cannot yeah. use his power to break through. So. The reason why this is even more perilous is in perilous, yes, in that gilded cage or in that cage where Orin is being held, the gold is continuously flowing out of her as they try to drain her magic. But it's also creating a little bit of a drowning situation where the gold cannot go anywhere and it's slowly filling up. So as Slade is trapped in this web and cannot get to her, Orin is basically about to drown in her own gold. There's a little sad thing of like, find me in this world, in the next world, which is, you know, some lovely things that they had said to each other in the past. And this basically unhinges our main man, Slade. He cannot live without Orin. And the power we saw is nothing in relation to what he unleashes, where we had learned earlier in the book that he is called Commander Rip, one of his nicknames, because he literally ripped a
1: vortex. Tear between the realms. Yeah. A
0: tear between the realms. So between the Fey world and the human world, Orion world, and he does that again here in order to save Orin. So he rips a tear in the fabric of time and space and instructs Orin to flee back to her homeland, the Fey world of Anwin. But of course, this means he can't go with her that he's stuck where he is and he just has to hope that she gets through okay so in lieu of drowning orin decides i will go back to Anwyn and find a way to get back to Slade and so go she does Slade is drained of power completely the kings that are all there sort of back off in shock and that's where Slade's brother Riot mm-hmm. comes in to save him and bring him back to the fourth kingdom and back to Deadwell where we had previously learned is how Rip had ripped Rip had ripped um another tear between the two worlds.
1: So essentially there's a lot of backstory about Rick in the book and we learned that he had a really abusive fae father and his mother was an Orion, so human, but she had fae magic. And so essentially his dad is an asshole and so we find out that Rip's mom was having an affair with another human, one of the human servants, And so his father is confronting her. Obviously, he's been abusive towards her the entire marriage. And so Slade comes in to defend her. He gets into a fight with his father about it. And then between the two of them, they create this Rip that pulled Rip his mom, his brother, and a bunch of the servants, staff, yeah, yeah, that were in Anwen, which happened to be Orions, and he brought them back to the human world. And so Deadwell is actually those people that came through, and their life force is tied to the Rip, and so the Rip is still in Deadwell
0: up right, until so this point. At this point. Rip has now ripped two holes. One, the original one that brought him from Anwin and the people to Oria, specifically Deadwell, and now this one going back. So from Oria right. to Anwin. And in this case, only. Orin has slipped through.
1: And his power, his raw power is what feeds the Rip. So he has to travel back there, disperse his power into it to keep the people who came across the Rip back with him alive. So that's why Orin thinks that they're a little strange, something's off, and that's what they find out. So at the end of the book, Rip is like, or Slade is like, oh my god, I have to go back. I have to go find her. So he thinks, I'm going to go back to Deadwell, go to the Rip and hop in it and go to Anwen to find Orin. when he shows up the town is quiet the rip is gone and he realized it basically evaporated into thin air like it is gone what's gonna happen
0: and that's where we leave off
1: oh Queen Melina we forgot about Uh, her
0: that oh yes I did touch about (laughs) the side story so that is the main plot points we had some smaller plot points that happened with Queen Melina who you remember was Midas's wife and had to flee during a falling out with Midas, where he basically had her assa- tried to have her assassinated. She staged a coup. It was the whole thing. So there are two minor plot points with Melina. She is with Sir P- P- oh my God. Purin. She is with Sir Purin. Pruin.
1: The, the woo man. Pruin.
0: I knew that wasn't right. Pruin. Sir Pruin. The I knew there's Pruin. there's R in there.
1: I didn't know where the R was. Doesn't matter.
0: I couldn't picture it. I was like Puner.
1: Pewin. That's <laughs> not right. Puner. I like to call him the woo man because he uses a little bit of he's magic. The shadow man, yeah, yeah. He uses so, a magic and it's like I will give you whatever your heart desires. The map will tell you. And Melina, you know, poor she's thing so is dumb. gullible
0: to the world and selfish. But, Again, we don't I mean, love her too much.
1: I want to say though, you just said poor thing. I fucking I did. hate her. Yeah, you did.
0: Oh, well, I feel like you're no. being
1: slightly compassionate, um, but she's just she's dumb. She's horrid.
0: She's she is expensive. horrid, and she. I'd like to say she doesn't know better, but I maybe she does. I don't know.
1: Like, I feel like the way we thought Oren was at the beginning of the book is truly just how Melina is throughout the entire book. Like, she just can't get it together.
0: I think Like, her she- self-awareness – Horse. She hasn't been exposed to much in life, and therefore she only knows her way, which is she is sure is the absolute way. So she hasn't been exposed to other ways of thinking or other people in the world. Not,
1: But she's an asshole.
0: Absolutely. A so- wretched bitch. <laughs> the best one yet. So they're traveling
1: into Seventh Kingdom. Seventh Kingdom is technically destroyed. There's supposed to be nothing there but ruins. So they're on the path there because the map that Sir Pruin... Pruun.
0: It's hard oh, to say, say when you're, like, I overthinking. Believe in you like overthink it. Mr.
1: Woo-Mo Man was like, this map will tell you what your heart desires. And she's like, Well, I have nothing else left here. So, like, why not go? They're traveling. They stumble upon a castle in ruins. And her being so gullible is like, huh, okay. So they travel into the ruins and they're met by these two, the two guys, they're twins. And suddenly they're like... What are their names,
0: Bridget? I have to look it up again. Please hold. Basically two... Why is she looking up the names? They're two creepy twin males. And I got if in... Oh my God, what's that movie? Where like he's stabbing through. He's like, here's Johnny. What's that movie? Jack Nicholson? The Shining. Thank you. I'm
1: glad you guys brought this up because this entire thing screamed horror movie and she was the dumb main character that just walked into the haunted castle
0: and the twins when the little boy is like running through the the on his tricycle and they come across twins Mm -hmm. if those twins were adult males that's what these creepy twins would be to me their
1: name is Fasa and friano
0: correct yes i can pronounce that but i can't pronounce greek names so, <sighs> Queen Melina is led to these twins who say, "We will give you what your deepest heart desires. All we just need is a, a little bit of your blood to make it happen." Of course, blood. Sh- 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 yeah, <laughs> like,
1: like come on, <laughs> it's so just. <laughs> She's like, how much blood? And they're like, don't worry. We just, a just need a little bit. T- yeah, A
0: little bit compared to what? I mean, what I the would first say. red
1: flag was the fact that she walked into ruins and suddenly the castle was built around her because they finally like unveiled it. I was like, mm, okay, suspicious. <laughs> That's the woo-woo magic. The woo-woo <laughs> magic. And then they're like super nice to her and suddenly yeah. the person who was sent to kill her for Midas was like, hey, you, dum-dum, open your eyes. Something's not right here. And she's like... I am the rightful heir, like, I'm going to restore whatever. Yeah. do you want to assassin, touch on that for a minute. Yes. <laughs> the assassin that Midas sent after her literally shows up, and he's like, bitch, open your eyes. Don't smell the
0: perfume. Like, I almost just spit up my wine. Yes. <laughs> the assassin is telling you, you're an idiot. You're about to die, and it's not and even going to be by better. me. She's like,
1: no, it couldn't be. I mean, I do admit she takes her, her dinner in her room that day to think about it and i was like girl run she's just an idiot <laughs> so stupid <laughs> <laughs> they needed the one true queen of the land of pure blood for the come on red flag. so
0: red creepy twins from the shining take her little bit of blood slice open her hand and uh, essentially rebuild the bridge from the fey world and when to the human world Oh yeah. Oh, am I wrong? No, no, you're right. I was looking up the. I was
1: looking up the bridge name. It's like oh, the, Lumeria. the bridge of Lumeria. I
0: think is what Lumeria. it's called. Something like Which that. Which connected the two worlds. And you would think, oh, that's a good thing. Yay. We can travel back and forth. There's already no. people
1: or things so the on f- the bridge. They
0: are marching back and they are here to conquer. So basically, Fassa, Farino, and Sir Purin. Purin? Pruin. Pruin. Man, I keep messing that up. I keep,
1: <laughs> I feel like you want to say Puritan <laughs> Me just too. because of what we <laughs> talked about last week. Wait, wait, which <laughs> book is this?
0: <laughs> I know. I keep wanting to say the Puritans because they're they're they were even um, in the last book. It's the Bridge it's of, of lemur- lemur- Lemuria.
1: Lemuria. Lemuria. L e m u r i a. Lemur. Lemuria. I don't know. I can't pronounce that. U Look, in the middle.
0: Uh, pronunciators are we? No, we're not great at pronouncing no. words. I don't even think that's the right terminology. But you get when you're picking up what I'm laying down. So uh, I these definitely see Lemuria.
1: Like there's the <laughs> word Lemur
0: in there. <laughs>
1: Lemuria, there we go. Lemuria, Lemuria, of course.
0: The tribe of lemurs are marching across the bridge. (laughs) The problem is you guys are making me laugh too hard, which erupts (laughs) me into a a fit of coughs. I mean, sorry, but not sorry. At least you're having a good time. Right. Not mad about it. So I will give it to Queen Melina in that she seemed outraged. Like, what have you done? And again, that warning from the assassin, who's was like, dumb, dumb. <laughs> this is about to be really bad. I really wonder what happened to the assassin. To like, I want
1: him. I was hoping he was going to sit there with like popcorn in his mouth and just be like, you dumb, dumb bitch.
0: <laughs> Although one has to think, would the problems of that are now about to befall them would have stopped if he just completed his mission? Because then they wouldn't have had her blood. They could have I mean, opened the bridge. I mean, so maybe the did she not- need to
1: be alive to be able to complete the ritual? Well, apparently, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the Fae would have stored her blood until the new moon. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. I'm thinking they would. So now... Okay. So that really we're basically.
0: Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to
1: say, I think we're done with Melina. And I guess we can start talking about our observations. And the first thing
0: I want to say is. That was
1: the quickest book recap we've ever done. That's the first I think thing so. I say. Guys, that
0: took Absolutely. us only 27 minutes. And that
1: was a 700 page book. Do we're you know how long it took us to get over that 300 page book the other day? Well, now we're going to talk probably super long about everything. So, one, I did not hate this book as much as. I hated the first three. And it's not that I really hate it. That's a really strong word. I didn't struggle as much with this book as I did with the first three. You really were like hyping it up at the beginning. And I was like, okay, it's going to be a really good book. And I started reading it. And I was like, I kind of literally hate it right now. At this point, I wanted to DNF the book. So you guys, we definitely had different experiences. Number one. Number two, I feel like she just introduced all these new plot points. When is the series going to end? I'm ready for it to end. I don't need more story. Slade, find Orin. But now Slade needs to go find Orin. We have this whole magic rift in the world. Now you have all the monarchs up in arms and then now you have an invading Fae army that we need to worry about. And apparently the Fae, as exhibited by Slade's father, are like not nice people and we're treating the orians kind of like they're slaves so I feel like there's a lot going on. There's definitely going to be more than one more book. You think so, you so? Cross that off the bingo card. But I feel like, I feel there's like so there still has loose to be to There tie really up. is because look how long this book was. It was 700 pages, and we really only got a bulk of like new stuff halfway through. Like the last 50% is where she introduced majority of the new stuff. And now you're mm-hmm. like, okay, if she writes another 700 page book, realistically, how much is she going to be able to wrap up while also doing character development, writing in smut, and writing in this and, other? Like- Like the fate Army is coming and it's invading and that doesn't even include Melina. Like what's gonna happen to that bitch? Right, because now you're gonna have to have it. Now we suddenly care. Not that (laughs) we care, but like if she disappears, it'll just be weird. It'll be bad storytelling.
0: I wonder if book five would be released two parts. So it's like the final book, but it's part one, part two. But then Mm. it's really six books. That's true. I hear what you're (laughs) saying. There were a lot of plot points for Twilight movie. I was just gonna say There were a lot of plot points to introduce. We have the Rips Rip. We have Fae <laughs> army marching back to claim Oria. We have Orin trapped in Anwin. We have we the have monarchs
1: in their situation.
0: The monarchs in their situation. And uh, Oh, the side plot also with
1: Osric and Rissa.
0: A budding romance between those two. Which give me a novella. For? We're gonna Which talk. It, we're gonna talk about. I that. liked
1: and appreciated. It was an, a, a, a like unexpected surprise, and now I'm suddenly rooting for them. Like they are my new Cassian and Nesta.
0: Yes, I had the same exact vibes. Cassian and Nesta. Dollar but store that,
1: Cassian and Nesta, but still. Oof. Does it mean I, I, think I wouldn't read dollar it? I think dollar tar- store is a little
0: harsh. Maybe is a tar- little harsh. The Target <laughs> five dollars section. Maybe Come on now. TJ yeah. Maxx. Yeah, yeah. Five dollars section. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. So I think what I think we struggled with, which will kind of lead us into our first real, one of our other main talking points besides how many plot points were introduced in the last like 250 pages of this book. But I think what we struggled the most with, I think was the first half and that had to deal with a lot of Oren coming out of her trauma, coming into her own. So I feel like I read these books in two different parts. Like they were just two different sections. You it had, really was
1: yeah. like the first 50%, the second
0: 50%. And admittedly, it was so hard to just read through that because at, at some point Bridget, you brought this up in a group chat. We were kind of like, I'm at 12%. Where are you? I'm at 15%. I'm at 20%. Like we hadn't gotten very far. And it was a struggle to get past that. And you had said what was the struggle was that we kept jumping around to different POVs. Yes. We weren't getting enough information in each POV. And I think that's what we really struggled with because she kept giving us these little snack bites of information and then rapidly switching to another POV, right. which had once nothing you got- to do with the
1: prior POV. Uh-huh. So I once you got like, invested, you don't care Raven. about the next chapter.
0: I, Raven Kennedy, the author, I am hungry for more. You can't keep giving me the snacks. Like, you gotta leave more meat on the bone in these chapters. There's more to develop here. I just feel like that entire section of Oren developing, coming out of her trauma, Slade, so angsty. Will she wake up? Will she not? I don't no she's like jesus like i get it this could have been a solid 200 pages less
1: and the the reason why i agree with you with that is because we spent the last three books with her developing she literally had major character developments throughout the entire three books the first one she had to realize she needed to get out the cage the second one she started training with the army the third one she realized minus was an asshole and she like actually doesn't love her and she found out, like, you know, she's fae, she has all these powers. And then we literally just, like, regressed because I understand she had a major trauma. Like, she drained all her power. She got rotted. Yeah. She woke up. And her ribbons and were cut off. People. I
0: get this, it. You had a shit time. Yeah, this is the second like,
1: time, though, that she killed a bunch of people with her gold going out of Right, control. like, I understand That's she revealed had too. to, like, get through it, but we could have just you know, shortened it and helped her get a long way. And then she had to do physical training all over again. It was just like, she was being a little whiny and a little old Orin. And then I needed her to step up and become a badass. The way she was like the 50, the rest of the 50%, she could have done that quicker.
0: I agree. It just, it dragged on in a way that did not need to be dragged on.
1: I got it. You feel so. So I
0: think away. some other things with Orin that I also did not see, that had some bingo cards. I thought the flesh ribbons would return. Not so much. They have not returned.
1: I still think they will because they that talked about beside. how when she was in Second Kingdom, that's where they came out originally when she was with that village. And that kingdom is exposed to the sun right. and it was itchy right. and all this stuff. So I have a feeling it will come back.
0: Okay, but she's not there I have a it come back too. Because she had mentioned in Highbell, which is where she was with Midas, it was snowing and she never saw the sun. She could not go outside. And before she found, Midas found her in whatever fishing village she is. It rained all the time and there was no sun. I kind of got like Seattle kind of weather. When she finally escaped that and went to Second, Second Kingdom, Kingdom. Right? yeah, Where there's sunshine, it's a little bit of a desert. That's when her power came alive. And so it's sort of- And she was also to closer believe, to
1: 15, I think. Right, closer and you're to led age. to believe
0: that the sun triggers her powers, which makes sense if she's gold. Like I- I'm seeing the connection.
1: Yeah, so I think when she goes back home, I don't think they have any climate that issues where maybe her being home in her environment where she grew By up. home,
0: we mean Anwin, right?
1: Yeah, and when she might burst back out. Right, and then we
0: also have the other plot point of do we find out why she was taken, how she was taken, who took her? Oh, yes. We we still need to know the major
1: part. Yeah, no, it's a lot
0: many plot lot. points. All right. Another thing I want us to talk about, which we sort of just talked about again, was the budding romance between Rissa and Orisk. So Orisk is part of Slade's Wrath, which is his sort of top commander group that he hangs out with. And Rissa, as you guys remember, is one or was one of Midas's saddles, aka sex workers. And she struck a deal, deal with Orin and basically escaped during or uh, right after the blood of gold. She snuck out with another... Saddle Polly, who we all fucking hate, and then fuck Polly, and then the two of them hitch up with the army, Fourth's army, Slade's army, on their way back to escape their fates in. um, Oh hi, Gilly. Gilly. (laughs) 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 To escape their fates in Sixth Kingdom. Now Rissa, again, a smart mouth saddle. We have Orsk, the uh, gruff commander, and again, very Nessa and Caspian.
1: His name,
0: Orsk. What is it? It's
1: O-S-R-I-K.
0: O-S-R-I-K. Orsk? I say Osric.
1: <laughs> I say Osric too. <laughs> Osric. What are the odds that I'm actually in
0: agreement <laughs> with someone now? <laughs> what did I say? Orsk? You're saying Orsk. Yeah. <laughs> it says like Ork. <laughs> I guess I think I had spelled it wrong in my notes just now where I had O-R-S. And so that's what I'm referring to. I, I think it's because also they call him Oz or O S. Oz. Os. Yeah. So Os- I think you just like- Osric. Okay. okay. Osric. You know what? I can admit when I'm wrong. Osric. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm wrong about it all the time. So the <laughs> fact that I'm actually agreeing with Hilda, it's like, wow. That's another thing I didn't have in my bingo card. Caitlin says something incorrect and Bridget is right. Oh man, the times have changed. Times,
1: they are changing. I'm sure uh, by like in two sentences, we'll switch it back.
0: So Rissa and Orsk. No, it's no wrong. Osric, <laughs> it sounds like you're trying to say
1: orc and horse i don't know
0: this is like sir pruin all over again where i suddenly could not get that together to not call are we sure it's pruin Pruin and not
1: Purin? no you're right it's pruin
0: Pruin. it's just like one of those names where your brain is kind of like letters move on like made up names and then there's
1: two n's in his name who knew i did i just read the pr (laughs) and then the n and that's it we're moving on What's that type of reading again? I don't know, word recognition or something?
0: <laughs> okay, so try this again. Orisk?
1: Oz. Ah, oh,
0: Come off. It. Just calm Think off. Think of Wizard of Oz, Oz. Wiz- okay. Ozric. Ozric. I'm writing it down phonetically. Ozric. <laughs> Clearly, my brain rejects this. Or- so also,
1: a- disclaimer we could totally be saying it wrong still.
0: I mean, we could. <laughs> we could, but the odds are not in our favor. So, Ozric and Rissa start up a budding romance and. It's cute. They can clearly tell that they want each other, but no one wants to admit it. Although Osric does, and I like the
1: way the the things he calls her
0: "Yellow Bell," the Yellow Bell, and he's like, "You're infuriating woman,"
1: and whatever and whatever. And I'm like, there's clearly there's a lot of sexual tension between them. I wouldn't say budding romance because that makes it sound really sweet. These two are not sweet. When they finally hook up, there's going to be lots of like nails and that and Really rough, but anyways, clearly they have sexual tension, and he's infatuated with her because don't forget that Rissa is supposed to be like super beautiful. Of all the saddles, she's the prettiest, is and
0: she? So yeah, yeah. Well, After. I thought her and
1: Polly were supposed to be like twinning. They are.
0: I think they are, but if it's like a gold medal, you've got Rissa boring, gold, gold medal, Polly silver. You know, both still meddling. Very good.
1: <laughs> also, Polly's a bitch, so we don't like right. her. So
0: we should know Rissa escapes with Polly, who in book three got addicted, um, is to, addicted do. to do. Which is some weird drug like a methy sort of, but it makes you want to have a lot of sex. It's weird. It's a Um, mixture of
1: meth and ecstasy.
0: Meth and ecstasy. That's a great way to put that. So Rissa is caring for Polly, who is a delight during the withdrawal stage of all of this. An ungrateful bitch. Ungrateful. And I will say this so later, you know, the two of them escape. Polly comes out of her withdrawal and they meet up with Orin again as the army comes back in to Slade's kingdom. And Rissa and Polly meet up with Orin and Polly just lays into Rissa. Like, how dare you save me? I liked being a saddle. I didn't want to get out of that world. I liked being addicted to do. And poor Rissa's just trying to do right by her good friend and be like, I saved you from overdosing. I tried to get you out of the saddle life. And
1: she mended her back to life. Like she, this girl was full on like withdrawals, throwing up, couldn't eat, shivers, the whole nine yards while traveling with 4th Army. When I say Polly... I hated her before, but she's such an ungrateful bitch. Like throwing out the B word left and right this episode because it's bad. So her argument to Rissa was I never wanted to leave and I wish you would have just listened to me and okay you know what yes you're allowed to make your decisions and like what you want but you were fucking addicted to this drug that was going to kill you your friend just saved you whether or not you want to go back to the brothel life which you do and that's fine you're entitled to do that she still saved your ass and the way that you repay her is yelling at her how is Rissa supposed to take her word as the final say when her word is literally her high like you can't Take that seriously.
0: Right. I'm holding out hope in the many plot points that seem to re- be resolved. So, Polly just gets some money from Oren and goes to the nearest brothel to become the next biggest high paying saddle because that's what she likes to do. But I feel like there's something left for Polly to do some, maybe some kind of character arc, something for her to come back with and redeem herself now that she's less angry and less high.
1: I will I, also I, like to call out that Oz. <laughs> I told Rissa, like, you're going out of your way for Polly when Oren does that for you and you don't give a shit about Oren. So, like, maybe your loyalties are not lying correctly here. And I think that sparks her, like, like, her thought process to be like, you know what? Maybe this, maybe he's not wrong. That's what I like about him. He, like, tells it to her as it is and makes her, like, think about being a better person. You have more... Hope for Polly than I do. Like, I kind of want her to
0: die a painful death. I feel like the fact that she hasn't died means she's meant for her. Her and Mist, what
1: are they doing? Why are they here? Like, Mist just to is fuck shit up.
0: Alive. So, why hasn't Kyla Kayla killed Mist yet? Valid point. No. So, Mist is ooh, the other ooh. saddle that got pregnant. Oh, go ahead. I Bridget. also just
1: heard that weird static thing. It was weird. It was like a zoo, zoo,
0: zoo, zoo. Is that what
1: made you excited? No, what <laughs> made me excited is because I just came up with a theory. She ooh. is going to have Mist birth that baby and then take that baby for her own to. Claim the right to the kingdom for Six Kingdom. Because minus... Uh baby would be the rightful heir and if she pretends that she got pregnant before he died and had this baby then she can claim the throne
0: or yes or just (laughs) her. or she says I will take care of this baby as my own and guide him into the ruler he needs to become
1: one way or another she's definitely just like a walking incubator and that baby is gonna have more purpose than Mist will
0: ever have right Mist is the pregnant saddle who we also hate not a re the saddle are not a loyal bunch I think we've said it before I'll say it again, these hoes ain't loyal. Yeah, Mist was also the same saddle that
1: told everyone that Orin stole Minus's power, that she saw what happened, and that's kind of like what sparked the rumor and continued thanks to Queen Kyla. Yeah, so Mist is definitely on the list of painful deaths.
0: Speaking of the Mist, the list of painful deaths, how about Manu? Fuck that guy!
1: I remember in our recording for like the last book, we were like, oh, I don't know how we feel about Manu. You know, we kind of like him. We don't like the sister but we definitely like him now what the fuck i think i texted bridget didn't i i texted you yeah you definitely did fuck this guy
0: he has a charming persona where he makes you feel at ease like he winks at you don't worry about it you guys have a little inside joke kind of thing call her
1: like doll or something he calls her
0: doll like like, he's very
1: chummy like you want to be best friends with him he has a husband like you know he's good he seems like good people not good people
0: so manu is the brother of queen kala kala Kayla, (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm all kinds of messed up today (laughs) in names. So the brother of Queen Kayla, um, who she sends over to meet with Slade to convince him to send her to the conflux. Because he acts as the advisor. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. and of course he ends up when Slade gets the answer of no he just straight up drugs her he's the audacity to say like it's not business it's not personal it's business
1: yeah but I'm always going to take my sister's side and and then because she's in the garden Oren's in the garden with Rissa yes fucking has his accomplice who's with them, stab Rissa and we think that Rissa is dead what's really funny is that you guys both texted me the same thing oh, of course at different times because you're we reading at different speeds but both of you is like Rissa and I was like are we at the right part can I talk about this now when i got to that part i was like you've got to be kidding me i finally ended up liking rissa because of her and her little thing with oz and then suddenly you're gonna stab her and kill her spoiler she's not dead but we really thought she was dead
0: i I mean a stab to the chest doesn't usually end well yeah i mean it
1: apparently just missed her heart. Which you know
0: what? So She could technically
1: Os- still die. Like yeah. we don't know if she's recovered. When Oz finds out, he like goes nuts, is like going after her. I actually felt this in my heart. Like I was The way that he I spoke like, to her, this big lumbering giant. Mountain that, man. That I sometimes think of Shrek when I think of him. <laughs>
0: okay. Poor Osric. Okay, like now that thing- you
1: think about it, he kind of could like os like struck when he turns into the human form, That's okay, so kind of I be this man. Was with maybe full a little beard. bit more
0: gentle, and I pictured the red bearded guy from, from Game, of Game, Thrones. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I pictured Osric. I can see that one. I found yeah. that guy on Instagram because I thought he was just like so funny. I don't know what his name is. So I couldn't tell you to go look it up, but I know I do.
1: We all know who he is. If you watch Game of Thrones, we know who
0: he is. Who did you say? The mountain? Not the mountain. The red bearded one who is obsessed with um, Brienne of Tarth, oh. and he's like, oh the tall lady
1: (laughs) oh yes oh my god torment torment
0: torment yes john's friend yes i loved him that's why i pictured as osric this entire time yes
1: agreed and so whatever he says he yells at he was like we didn't get a chance to make our mistakes uh
0: again much like in how the heart. In, in I forgot which A uh, Guitar book it was but there's a battle he's bleeding out and he's telling Nesta I wish I had more time with Wins you and Wings and Ruin no, Wings and ruin. ruin It was book 3 Yeah book, book three, 3 yes I never remember them by their titles I just know the order in which I read them Me too So that was real cute I did love that did break. I mean, I wasn't bit.
1: expecting that side plot, but I really enjoyed it. Now I'm really rooting for them.
0: Yeah, uh, I want more of that. Also, another plot point for us to to unpack. Yeah. Rissa's recovery. Will Polly recovery. come see her? Probably not, because Polly's and like- And her
1: little love story.
0: I don't care. Okay. What else is on the list? All right. So we talked about, fuck you, Manu.
1: Fuck you, Manu. <laughs> fuck that
0: guy. <laughs> I
1: hope he gets rotted in a really painful way.
0: I don't see how he escapes it, but I'm here for the rotting either way. So something we also wanted to talk about while we're kind of all up in arms and. In- talking about game of thrones because this is what it reminded me of we were introduced to this sort of really religious kingdom the second kingdom is where the conflux is held and what i described as like a, a really weird nun convent it was like i was a getting crazy very nun. like priestess a and like um from game of thrones yes the shame with the bell yes that's exactly oh. how i pictured
1: okay take it back now that i'm definitely visualizing that versus more of like that is when i read that, that is from blood and ash
0: the exact part that mm-hmm. i I thought of from Game of Thrones, and there's a lot of this. We have to atone for all our sins, and I think a lot of body mutil- mutilation to atone for our sins. And the women don't touch each other; they have like also, long that sleeves. That queen,
1: the queen of Second Kingdom, who's doing all this stuff, she's a real bitch. Her power this- is literally like she can like inflict you with power, like pain with her power by like pinching your organs and stuff like that from the inside without even touching you. Yeah, yeah. which is except. Uh, unella was the what's game of name? thrones well no that was oh. the game of thrones lady um i was like that was in the book i definitely no. skipped over
0: that name i no. no, i did not watch this it's on my list to watch but there's a character in ted lasso the blonde woman i don't know if you've seen her she's won a bunch of awards but she is the woman from game of thrones with the shame bell mm. oh hannah what's her face yes
1: hannah waddingham yes you know, she's it's King, one and the same. It's King M- Merwin.
0: Merwin. Merwin is what I said because I felt like you're stupid. And you deserve a stupid, nerdy name, Merwin. Yeah.
1: And then what's her name? Hold on, I just.
0: I would say that bitch, the but
1: book. there's a lot of that bitches in this.
0: There's too many in this book. <laughs> so there was just like a weird religious culty element where she has to go through the cleansing before she can be taken to the conflux. It was...
1: It's Queen Assault.
0: Queen Assault? Yes, I think that's correct.
1: Yeah. Well, Assault with the d is like the shakespeare story right.
0: no this is Whatever. They nothing cute in shakespeare no this wasn't person. fuck this bitch too right and and so that was a little bit of a tough read because it's just you keep going down this dark hole where things are just not getting great for Oren after she's been captured and kidnapped
1: and this was at like and i've had to say 75 percent 80 five days
0: mm-hmm.
1: like this Sorry. really happened at the end of the book and you're like what this is like an entire new plot point here
0: right we had erissa getting stabbed and now we're waking up in this culty cavern cave where she's getting her organs are getting pinched every time she mouths off to this uh, crazy religious queen so rounding up our final list of like what the fuck's and fuck this person we have of course melina who we got into before during our recap but it's worth mentioning again so she teams up with sir Pruin. yes mm-hmm. got it right and the creepy twins and again just a big dum-dum on what (laughs) what it's about to befall her because she can only think of her own wishes and what she wants she's such a
1: victim she's so short-sighted and yes she does play the victim card the entire time like her entire inner monologue is i can't believe this happened to me i can't believe they did this to me i deserve more i am always the victim my dad hated me because i had no power like you know i fell for midas and his bullshit i mean which she really did but like also how is that not a red flag she's just like honestly i don't see any redeeming arc for her truthfully man i'm more pissed that they killed off gi like gi joe like died (laughs) defending that useless bitch (laughs) like let's be real
0: there's a part where she even i think she's like washing up and yeah, she, she sees a reflection of where she thinks of GI Joe, and she's like, "I don't miss him. I miss what he did for me." You're like, "I was like livid. Bad. I was like, just leave the man alone. Just let him be dead. Just he let saved him be- you, and you did not deserve it."
1: She's such a see you next Tuesday. Oh, <sighs> uh, honestly, honestly.
0: Tuesday. All right, so let's get into some better parts of this book. The book um, was spicy with a yeah. catalyst and I mean, a big old
1: f. For filthy. I mean, uh-huh. okay, so my biggest complaint with the first two books, really, was there was no spice. And then this one, whoa. It still cracks me because the first book's opening scene was literally an orgy with Midas. And uh-huh. Orin was in the cage. So I thought, oh, this book will be spicy. Not the no. case. Second book, Hello Angst, because we have hot grip commander third book we get a little spice like we got an intro of what slade and orange would be like you know they fool around and stuff like that but that little taste test of you getting like, for like how filthy his mouth is it it, it, it like slade got is so much better filthy 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 man and like, i am here for it thank you raven oh, kennedy hundred percent just his mouth yeah, though no. you know like we can the other stuff's just like you get that anywhere but like the quality some
0: of the best some of the best I've read.
1: Some of the best yes. I've read. I was like, "Damn, I didn't know I like this." <laughs> I was like, "He just needs to write a manual." I was telling Hilda too because I was like, "I had considered putting this man on my RH just because of the things he was saying," and then I was like, "No, no, no," because <laughs> then you know the others deserve to be there. How about he just likes writes, like does a little training, a TWI, if you will, and just like, has <laughs> the other one. His no, talk seriously, is- it's true. He Whoa. almost earned a place in the R H just because of his mouth. Like even the fact that we considered him, oh, I really think is like healthy. high praise.
0: Yeah, it's and a we're shame not we not even had talking to wait about the physical so stuff. So long to get to that part. You know what I mean? Like we had to wait through three books, two and a half yes. books. Like it's it's tough to tell someone read this book for this dirty talk, but you're gonna have to get through two and a half books before you get to it. Like it's that's a tough sell, <laughs> and admittedly. it really is. But I I do think
1: it was worth it. Whew. Shoot, just highlight the chapters and send them to people. Right. Let them be
0: the decider. Please say just, this and let me know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Cross and Slade's dirty talk off our list <laughs> of things to talk about. We really can't say too much more because, I mean, look, we'll drop a couple F-bombs here and there, but this this is this is some stuff. <laughs> this
1: is not stuff you can say in polite This is, something, like, with
0: straight face. <laughs> this is something I encourage
1: you to go look up by yourself and read it. We can only talk about it so much.
0: The rest we'll, is up to you people. We'll leave it there. We've choose your own adventure at this point read it don't read it up to you but you're missing, missing <laughs> out so let's also talk about a little bit more about slade <clears throat> so we learned about slade's dad who
1: is also an asshole he's like the dick, worst
0: yes and is he's sort of that power hungry asshole <laughs> he's what like the head of the again? his he power things. was he's called to break, the breaker the breaker so his power was to break and destroy much in the same kind of vein as Slade's power is which is to rot and he became well known in Anwin as one of the king's favorite because he was the breaker and could break things break bones break buildings break, break bridges ground,
1: bridges mansions Uh, literally anything and everything this man had the power to do which makes me wonder like what power did the king have that he didn't try to overthrow him don't introduce another plot point don't introduce another we don't need it we have no more room i don't want i I don't want to say it's a plot well yeah i'm just wondering
0: the thing is look in her next book she's got so many plot points i expect each chapter to be rich with morsels of nuggets of information for me to digest don't just give me little crumbs and then a full nine course meal at the last 20 pages of the book. I can't do that again. I feel like that's it's just so down. hard because
1: it's like the changing of the POV. Like, I know I struggled with this a little bit with um, Zodiac Academy at the beginning when they started adding multiple POVs, but it was still tracking through. The same storyline, I feel like. But this one, it's different is with different storylines. And then I was like.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah. And each POV furthered the plot point significantly. That's, I think, the problem. It's each POV only moved us forward an inch. So you did all this reading to discover like, oh, Rissa and Osric have a thing. Like, Rissa and, then and Osric, point, their are probably eyes four. eyes fluttered this chapter. And she, maybe she'll wake up. Like, <laughs>
1: That was literally like twenty percent of the book. Maybe I thought the wake first up.
0: half was so hard. Mm-hmm. Like I can't with Slade's angsty, like oh, I don't know what happened. I'm so sad. Get over it. <laughs> like I, I can't read twenty more pages of this. So we find out Slade's back to Slade's dad. He's an asshole. His He trains Slade every day after his powers come out. So the first thing that's apparent with his powers is his spikes. And that later we find out that he can rot things when he sees his dad striking his mom. I don't think we find out why, after what offense. Uh, And he erupts with this power and comes into it. So the spikes, you know, burst out of his skin and And rot. And he
1: rots the ground. Rots the ground.
0: And so his dad is so proud of him. He's got another destroyer in the family that he can train. So his dad really takes into training him. So every day for multiple hours a day, he's training him, pushing him to control his spikes. And obviously this poor kid just learned what this was. And he's a kid. And so he...
1: Yeah, because... So apparently the fade don't manifest their power around 15, but because Slade was having such an emotional reaction to his mother getting beat by his father that he manifested like at eight years old. So imagine a little kid being in training for hours and hours and hours with this horrible tyrant.
0: And his mom is his soft spot. That's his yeah. place of peace and solace from the tyrant that is his father. You are introduced, of course, to his little brother, Riot. Um, but it really comes to a head when Slade's dad discovers that after coming home from a business trip early, like any good affair is uncovered, they are together because they thought this person was away. And there's a public showing with all the servants where she's he's asking her how long has this been going on. And there's a whole battle around that in which his mom reveals it's been 11 years we find out that riot is actually not slade's dad's son so
1: they're not they're not full brothers they're half brothers Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we find out that it's been going on for 11 years and they're in love they love each other because obviously he's not a monster it's worth noting that the breaker slade's dad chose Slade's mom, not because it's a love marriage. Go ahead. She has,
1: um, she's, as we know, she's from Oria, Oria, right? Is yeah. Right? Even though she's human, she comes from like human parents. Her lineage has fey blood in it. So she is like a seer. Yeah. And so she's able to predict like upcoming events. It's not on demand and she can't see a whole bunch of stuff, but that is pretty powerful considering she comes from, you know, a Oria bloodline.
0: And so-, so This powerful person is chosen for Slade's dad, not a love match or a match she wanted.
1: Right. So as part of the agreement, I think it was to help him break the bridge. He was able to like take a few more people from Oria, and he took her as well and decided to marry her so he can produce children with that bloodline.
0: And it's worth noting that the bridge he broke, the bridge of lemurs, (laughs) (laughs) is the very bridge that Fasa and Farino just... The creepy Rebuilt. twins. The creepy Just twins. twins. With the help of Melina's
1: blood, because she's an idiot.
0: So, and this will bring us back to our next point, which is Rip's Rip. During this. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. Just- <laughs> Rip like, every is- time
1: it's an immediate <laughs>
0: laughter. I'm
1: not going to so- lie. I. Really liked the story that the Wrath just made it up. So I'm a little disappointed that there's an actual truth to it. It was all of the different like little things that they spread the rumors
0: about him. His rips (laughs) are so funny. He he rips their heads off. Right. So of course Rip got his nickname because he ripped holes in to, between different worlds but his wrath spread all these rumors about the fearsome commander rip and again all the things they said were so funny like he rips heads off he the ripped abs like we just talked about and so it was a little disappointing and not disappointing i guess it's like an awesome display of power but i'm like oh man it's not just because you like i ripped out. Not just because your friends are funny and cool. Yeah. So oh, during Shining battle- Members.
1: Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. What? <laughs> I was going to say shining members of the wrath. Who are your favorites? Go. Oh,
0: okay. I love, I think I love Lou the most
1: me too yeah or
0: judd it's really close
1: I, their banter gets me i really enjoy them they're always like i can't tell if they're like a love match or they're just like brother sisterly i'll shove you and i'll push you and i'll punch you and
0: i kind of like them to be brother sisterly yeah is
1: they're very like rough play like sibling love
0: mm-hmm. right so lou keeps stealing
1: the wine the wine. <laughs> wine
0: and it's just constant like i'm gonna find the wine she stole from me and he can't ever find it She's like, I didn't steal it. Yes, I did steal it. Now I have to go hide it. <laughs> Again. So you can't find it.
1: I was like, did you fly this wine over here? They flew those timber whatevers. The timber wings. Also, was not expecting that in this book. Gave me very much like Tower of Dawn, like those yeah. bird creature vibes.
0: Oh, yes. What were they called? I'm drawing a blank. All I know is I rem- I pictured him the like Toothless in How to Train Your ro- Dragon. The ro- <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can see that. Yeah. I'm forgetting. But if you've read any of the Tower of Glass books.
1: Thorn of Glass. Thorn, Thorn of I was glass. like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I think the book itself was Tower of Dawn. Yes. Caitlin, how much wine have you had today? You know, <laughs>
0: I have a bit concern because this is class number one. <laughs> We're just going to say you're high off of having a good time. <laughs> high off the raft, not high off the doom. So back to Rip's Rip. So during his battle <laughs> <paddle Yep. laughs> with, uh, with his dad, when his mom is confessing that this affair has been going on for 11 years, the breaker breaks her lover's neck, basically. And what can I only be described as Harry Potter fighting Voldemort.
1: Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I was waiting for you to get through your little part to be like I this is the only thing I could see was Voldemort and Harry with their wands out and the powers just like hitting them and combining them and creating something. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you also pictured this.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I pictured. So it's described as like their powers colliding and the powers colliding and so it forms the rip. And there's nothing they can do. They all get sucked out to dead well. And so that's Rip's Rip is what we learned. Okay, so I think those are all the main plot points, things we wanted to discuss from this book. Except I did want to highlight one more thing, which is the poem at the end of the book. So the there's a about poem about the three queens about the three queens and let me just say I like when a poem and I realize there's different forms of poetry I I guess I'm just rudimentary and love when a poem rhymes so you know you have the and I think this is you know every podcast has to go back to zodiac Academy but in the zodiac Academy there is a prophecy and it always annoyed me that it didn't rhyme I feel like any prophecy or poem needs to rhyme and it didn't so, so it, the really mirror of night me. was right up here. Holly. So this really, really spoke to my soul that it, it rhymed.
1: I was like, oh, it rhymed? I had to go back and look because I read this <laughs> at, like, super late because I was yes, speed Yeah, so reading. it says,
0: there once were three queens, though very different they were. One was a lure, the other so pure, the last was a cure. So right off the bat, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on who you think these three queens are talking about. And there's more to the poem, which um, is fairly long, so I won't get into the whole thing, but it's clearly talking about three different queens, and I wanted to get your take on who you think they are. Well, I
1: um, this so i have no thoughts off the bat i thought the two were going to be queen melina and then queen kayla or kyla and mm-hmm. i was trying to figure out who the third one is but then i realized who it would have been who it should be when we got to the next part of the poem
0: right so it says there was a queen who was born a queen who was made and a golden gold vine who grew up in the shade so to me that was cu-
1: the born one was kayla melina. Oh, yeah, because, oh, no, Melina was the born. Yeah, because she's like the Collier heir, like the truest. I wasn't sure. I guess she couldn't have been the
0: queen. Yeah, no, you're right. Her husband who then died. Right. Okay, so we've got Melina who was born, the queen who was made is. Queen Kayla. Queen Kayla, and then the golden vine who grew up in the shade.
1: Has to be Orin.
0: Has to be Orin. And the next part of the line was, One was night, the second was dusk, two very different, dripped with mistrust. The third was another mismatch, this one was dawn, but the one thing they had in common, all three of them gone. It I was just interesting. <clears throat> None of I them kinda are, kinda are in to- their kingdoms? hi toby
1: yeah it's getting there one was night the second one's dusk i think the third one that's mismatched it has to be her because it's dawn she's gold i think rises with the sun
0: my interpretation of this is the battle that's about to ensue between the fae people of anwin and Oria. i think these three queens will have to come together to stop it somehow and that's maybe my holdout character arc for melina although she does not deserve it but that's why I think this has to be well. how this works.
1: Melina is actually dusk. It says, dusk disappeared down a bridge, which would have been the bridge that was created. Night was meant to be killed, which I guess Queen Kayla might be, have to be killed. And then through a split in the air, dawn had to be spilled, which is the rip and Orin.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, the thing I, I wonder with this, and I just question its appearance now, like to me, why do we have this poem now? Why wouldn't we have it before? I
1: think there are some poems in the last book. I don't really remember what they were. All of So the poems and in the Demon first Queens? two books. No, the poems in the first no, two. No, and the Play the Prisoner. Play the Prisoner books were about the vine that was growing and the miser that was like tending to it. Oh, I totally forgot about that. And eventually the plant chokes him. I don't remember the poem. Oh, but they reference the golden vine here too. Oh, that was Midas. What? If Orin, because Orin was the one who ended up killing Midas, if you're talking about the the vine that grew and choked the handler, was it? Yeah, but that was, says? yeah, yeah. That's what happened person with, with Orin and Midas, with the gardener, the gardener who was a miser or the miser who was a gardener. Right. Isn't it foreshadowing how Midas was going to die?
0: Yeah. I assumed it was Midas sorry.
1: I've never really paid enough attention to it. I always get way too tired when I start getting into like the end of the <laughs> When book.
0: the words start rhyming, Bridget's like, I'm <laughs> out. Good night. And it's
1: time to go sleepy time. Playing the nursery rhymes. That's how they get you.
0: So those are kind of the main discussion points I wanted to touch on this book. How would you guys rate it in terms of the other books? Like if you had to just give it a standalone, I start. I guess start with a standalone. How would you rate this book by itself?
1: I feel like I'm very generous with my ratings on Goodreads, where I always rate something a four star unless I really hated it. Then it goes to three. Hardly ever I do a five because I can always find something wrong with the. Book. I need to rework my rating system but i'm gonna go with a <laughs> 3.75 okay i think the first half of the book just really i was literally every day i picked it up and i was reading it, i was like i want to dnf this book i want to dnf this mm-hmm. book but i kept going on because it's a podcast book and I, there were I points where i was book.
0: just thinking I'll, I'll figure out the end of this book when i hear it live during this podcast because i don't know if i'm gonna finish it if it kept up with the pacing it was keeping up with
1: yeah once we hit 50 percent i think it kind of started flying because then you had more action, you had more plot, you had more things yeah. going on, and you had spice like lots and lots of lots and lots of spice. And Thankfully. Orin was annoying
0: always, though. That's that's the one constant we have with her. Yeah, and so she
1: always I, gets kidnapped. Oh my god, gets kidnapped!
0: This you train, kidnapping, you, you would me think, off. at like what kidnapping number three, we would be hip to this game. You know, what's worse is that she like practice
1: <laughs> like self defense in the past, like three books and she still couldn't get it together i actually didn't hate this book i would have give, just given it a four it's really? not perfect it's not perfect i'm annoyed about the additional plot points because i just feel like the series is going to drag on and i really just need it to end i don't need the story to be super complicated for it to be a good story mm-hmm. and like oren's trajectory to me is enough like i don't need the melina shit i don't need the kyla shit like the oz and rissa shit is fine but like that can you stay. know it's it's too much it's too much well like and you I don't like wondering. anybody you don't like anybody major point point. minus the wrath minus the wrath right who is there to like oh, we never even talked about digby in this book oh reporting. digby's there he's yeah. great and curmudgeony sweet and protective of digby
0: uh, he lives surprise i think maybe maybe i'm a little harsh and maybe i'm just rating my impatience but i feel like a three and a half is the highest i'll go on this I even toured with the three and thought maybe I'm being too harsh. I just found, or maybe Slade's Dirty Talk and brings it up half a point. It just, <laughs> I suppose I feel like if I have to get through halfway through the book before I, it starts to get good, then it's not a good book. And I don't mean that to, to sound really harsh. It's just, it was a real struggle to get through. And I think all these, all of the Play Plated Prisoner series have all been a little heavy. They're not a fun, quick read. We're dealing with some pretty serious topics.
1: Yeah, and this was actually her longest book. The first one was like, barely 400 pages yeah no this one was
0: pretty and huge. arguably one of the lightest ones when we talk about heaviness of topics
1: oh yeah i don't know i go it was back okay. and
0: forth as it was okay
1: will i reread it no because so i'll probably just rereading. listen to our podcast but that's what i kept wondering literally i think in the last book when we started getting halfway through and we started learning about like the different failing and i kept thinking how is she gonna wrap this up in four books it just seemed impossible. And then we found out there was going to be another one. And I was like, okay, maybe it's possible. Boom, we get to this book. I'm like, she needs three more books. And I don't know if I'm committed to that. Oh, I yeah, hope it's, it's not a three. lot. It's a lot. The only other thing I will like... say is I saw a couple book talkers talk about the cliffhanger at the end and how it was traumatizing. And I did not feel that way
0: not I at all prepared for much worse thank Life you caroline you guys, and, Suzanne.
1: and i was, I was really more expecting. upset about rissa
0: than i was about this cliffhanger
1: me too because yeah. you guys when i had was like oh my god this book you guys were like oh did you finish and i was like no i'm so like I, I still have like 50 percent to go but it was my rissa reaction that i was pissed about because i was like i just started liking her and you're gonna kill her and then you know we find out how that goes but what what are people talking about this isn't bad at all the thing is she always wraps up the book she just doesn't like cut cliffhanger?
0: it off you want to talk about a cliffhanger we're gonna talk about crescent city too that Ugh, is yes. cliffhanger. yes the Still cliffhanger of all cliffhangers you. if i will uh no i mean it's, all right, a, it's fine a- the zodiac academy yeah. is traumatically cliffhanging yeah. Yes.
1: I feel like if she were to cut it off, I think when Oren gets sucked into the rip and we didn't get an, another epilogue, like uh, another chapter from Slade to figure out what he was planning and then the epilogue with Molina, like I think that would have left me as like a what the fuck, I really need the next book. But she always does that where she adds like two to three chapters afterwards that kind of just like helps you along the way and which I appreciate because we don't I do always get that. <laughs> I want to make it clear I'm not angry that it is not a terrible cliffhanger. My feelings, my mental state really appreciate it because I hate book hangovers. But after investing 700 pages in this book, like reading this time, I wanted to be like outraged because I wanted to for there to be more like for me to want more for the next book. But I don't. I'm good. I'm satisfied. Right.
0: Yeah, I think of like a good series episode when the season finale happens and it kind of leaves you with a like... <gasps> What's gonna happen next? I have to know more. I can't wait a year. I didn't get that from this. I was like, oh, okay, well, I see where we're I see the path ahead of us. I know where we're going. Yeah. You're
1: like, Like, I'll see you when I see you. I'll read it. I'll read it. Of course I'll read it. But I'm not dying for it.
0: Right. It's not like I'm sitting here waiting, counting down the days. I'm I not
1: wondering. It. Like even the last book, I think when Oren was like being rushed away, I was still thinking, "Oh my god, how is this going to happen? Like is she going to survive? Like what's going to happen to we'll rot?" We didn't even talk about her rot. Um, we didn't talk about her rot. <laughs> we kind of mentioned it a little bit. <laughs> I think we talked about it enough. Like,
0: I mean, what is he it? Rotted we didn't much about yeah. it. He put rot in there. It started leaking out with her gold. It's black. That's what we know. You know that's what we know. A little dot
1: appeared when she was in the garden playing around with her magic. And then more appeared when it and was then just seeping
0: out of her. She was drowning exactly. in her gold at the complex.
1: So, I don't know. Does this mean that they're soulmates? Does this mean that they're supposed to? We don't know. We don't know. Because, again, another plot, point, another plot point that's added on.
0: I do feel like that could have been developed a little bit more because we did see, I mean, that was like first half of the book oh my god my wrath stuck in her oh no what will it do like that was a, such a heavy plot point in the beginning um, and nothing um, came no answers it. coming at the end yeah all this to say it was still good to read towards the ending there were good things i'm not yeah crapping all over you Raven kennedy because i could not write a book i enjoyed it is it my top tier no but better than demon queen trials yes, yes.
1: <laughs> all i have to say is miss kennedy you need to find ways to integrate more of Slade's dirty talk in book five. And if I have to wait (laughs) 50 to 75% for there to be a reunion before he can use his vocabulary again, I'm going to be upset. I'm just going to go ahead and let you set levels at your expectations. It's going to be like 50 to 75% into the book. Oh
0: my god. He has to find her. I feel like it's going to be like in a war or two queens when the whole time they're just... Yes, China that's exactly how it's going to be. Pass. Oh my
1: God. So uh, does this mean that like we're going to get an explosive like Oz awesome and Rissa reunion? Because that will be great. I'll appreciate that. But it's hey, not. I mean, I appreciate that, that, girl, that more. That's will be like an appetizer. It's not going to be the main course. Honestly, like throughout this book up until like, I think when I was like, oh, guys, it's getting spicy. I was really just just give me some Rissa and Oz. Just give it. Stop playing with my heart. Just let the woman climb the man. That's all she wants to do. <laughs> Is climbing like a mountain <laughs> this is it from Bridesmaids. I'm gonna climb me like a tree. <laughs> so if they decide to have a novella, I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah, absolutely. I
0: maybe mean, well maybe that maybe that will get us through the first half of the book. That'll get us through the dry spell of Orin and Slade, and then you know, we'll get more of that. Yeah, but like Oz. I don't think he's got it in him.
1: Uh so dirty talk from someone you're attracted to you versus dirty talk from someone you're not attracted to has two totally different one makes you go like oh and the other one's like ooh yeah so us uh, he's nowhere near any number on the RH list Mm-mm. so him you know being what? filthy I'm just, is I'm not insane. rigged because this man is not he doesn't have a filthy mouth he's just filthy according to <laughs> yeah like, he has a really long beard, really long hair, like, like straight unkem- out of the cave, And
0: unkem- See, but I think she is attracted to him, and she just oh, can't admit she- oh, she it. she is. Yeah, she's it. like, this is not the type of person i go for.
1: Right. And she's just like, this is complete opposite. She's used to, like, the royals, like, the nicely groomed and whatever and whatever. And this man is, like, complete opposite. And it's kind of terrifying for her to be like, do I like this? There's a difference between, like, gruff- I'm just intrigued. I want to know how this is going to play out. Like, I want to know what type of lover he is. And he's kind of, he's kind of, though, described also as being, like, unsanitary. Yeah, that's why I said. He doesn't have a filthy mouth. He himself is filthy. He's gross. So, yeah. I bet you he's a gentle giant. That's what's going to happen. I don't feel like reading gentle giant shit. Just letting you know that's why it's not gonna be a lot <laughs> it's just gonna get you through no anyways miss kennedy please and 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 i'm just saying it now and if it's a dream sequence that's cheating
0: no doesn't count
1: i'm over dream of things sequences. that do count
0: to a score let's talk about our glow bingo card Ooh. so we made a bingo card based on predictions that we thought were going to happen um uh, and invited you all to play along with us so the things I kind of want to check off, here's what was on the bingo card, and then we can all kind of go through it together. So we had Slade uses dirty talk during sexy time. Big old check, 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 check. check. Sir, Pruin was involved with Aaron's kidnapping as a child. This is a theory. I forgot which one of us. It was your theory. theory? Okay. It didn't come to fruition. I am not. I wouldn't be surprised. The next theory was Oren's inner Fae is awakened, and she has new powers.
1: I feel like that was a half and half. Like, her inner powers yeah. were... She, like, w- awoken her whatever beast. Well, the the fact that she learned how to control the gold that existed during the nighttime, that is a new power that she is embracing. And now she also has rot.
0: True. I, 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 will, I will allow that in the bingo card. So this one just made me laugh right now because it wasn't so much Bridget, but it's me. Uh, a character is introduced and Bridget will mispronounce the name. Not <laughs> this think- time. To be fair, I don't think we had new. Well, I guess we had a new character well, yeah. Fasen and Ferino, and I pronounced that correct, male. Well, correct.
1: What did you call? What did you call Slade's premieres? That couple. Oh, oh. I have to
0: look back at their names. Their daughter. Also, was we Barley. never even talked
1: about them. I feel like they were going to be major. I was really when I first. They're Kegs', they're Keg's parents. Yeah, and spoiler his siblings. But when they introduced a girl, I was like, oh my god, was this supposed to be Slade's like wife?
0: No, yeah, they're just friends. I don't remember their name, so we can circle back to that. I remember the man's name, which was a Warkin. Y- yes, Warkin, Warkin, Warkin. Okay. So the next line we had is: Melina is the new villain. Oh, I, I found her. We names. had high hopes for her. <laughs> I don't know if she has yeah, it in her. Yeah. So the next one we had is: Orrin and Slade fight about the gold flood. Yeah. I'm going to say yes, because her refusal to not talk about it, he wanted to talk about it. It wasn't like nasty fighting, but I would say they definitely argued about it. Okay, I'll allow that one as well. So far, we do not have bingo. Uh, Tree frogs interrupt Caitlin's reading time. You know what? Middle of the day, I'm getting ready to finish this book this afternoon, and I heard a croakety croak. I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me, because it is (laughs) like 530. There's no way. And they were it warming up? Maybe, but I haven't heard them. I think this is you're- just like my brain is like, you're reading? Here's Frog. You interrupted choir practice. Yep. So the next one we had is Digby joins the Wrath. I want to say he did. It's unofficial
1: official. Like he's not leaving them once she's there.
0: I agree. I think he's yeah, in Yeah, okay. We could fit this. Yeah, I'll accept it. The next one we had is Riot is not Slade's brother, but his twin brother. Yeah, no, that one's wrong. Yeah, so that's definitely wrong because they're not even twin brothers. They're not even brother brothers. They are half brothers.
1: They're, like, five years apart or something, too.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oren and Slade get married. Nope. That did not happen. Because
1: she keeps but getting kidnapped. Oh.
0: <sighs> this one was halfway right. Uh, Mist died in the gold flood. Wishful thinking. But Polly and Rissa survived. Do we count it? Do we not? No. We
1: can't. Because that bitch is well oh, alive.
0: we had a good run. A good straight line that interrupted our bingo card. Okay. Deadwell is a secret Fae village. That's correct. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's more of like a secret human village, but they did come from the Fae world. I would give it to us. Yeah, they have extended life period because of the Fae. Well,
0: this one we've talked about at length. There's at least one more book in the series. That's like our free pass (laughs) section of the bingo card. Sir Pruin is a Fae who wants revenge. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Yeah. That tracks. It does.
1: He has magic. He's working now, with them.
0: this n- last one I don't recall hearing, and so Bridget, you're going to have to keep us honest, because if we get this, we would get bingo. I don't think she said
1: it at all, and I was waiting, because oh, I wasn't at it. I didn't
0: talk either. I didn't but, talk about it. No, I didn't. This last one is Hilda compa- compares Slade to Lance Orion, which I feel like is one of the few characters you have not compared him to. Yeah, no, I just...
1: And I even waited for when we were talking about our RH for this to come up, and you never even said no. Nope, I'm good with Lance. I mean, because I am right, but usually you make a comment about it, like you're unable to not talk about Lance. I know, but I'm also trying to consciously not bring him up all the time. What? Just okay. because There's you fe- guys keep calling me out, but that's the fun of it because I mean, we love it. I mean, Slate is no Lance or Ryan.
0: Okay, I so don't care we how go. ripped
1: his abs are supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Here we go. I think this is our bingo for us. Deadwell is a doorway to the fake kingdom. Yeah. Technically well, that's correct. That's it, ladies. That's bingo. We'll keep going, but I'm just letting you know we already. Wait, how it. did we
1: hit bingo? Which way did we go?
0: Which card or, number? Uh, the first one. The first one straight down. Okay. Slade uses dirty talk during sexy time. Or and Slade get in a fight about the gold flood. Miss died in the gold flood, but Polynes Oh, but we survived. said we weren't. We weren't.
1: Yeah, we were going to count Miss because she's still alive.
0: Yeah. Ah, I so thought that like overall that counted. there's no. two out of the three people in that card lived. We're not giving it to predicted. ourselves. Ah,
1: all right, fine. No bingo. On a different note, are these like the right amount of like blocks for bingo? I mean, bingo. Because I'm trying to like go diagonally, diagonally, and it doesn't end in a corner, <laughs> it doesn't line up. But you know no, what? No one has the
0: right number of columns, B, I, N, G, O. Yeah, but I think you have to have maybe one more down or we have one too many. I
1: thought there were uh, six. Because it should be like from one corner you go straight across to another corner and you can get like a full line.
0: Okay. I'm going to blame campus template. Yeah. <laughs> with the squares. Definitely. All right. So the last couple ones we had here are the flesh tentacles grow back. Again, I thought they would be making an appearance. I
1: Even if it was just like little fleshy nubs, like
0: And they something. also kept mentioning the pot which was weird but like the one flesh ribbon piece that slade kept in his pocket
1: okay i'm glad we brought this up because this is really bugging me why and then she wrapped it around her wrist like a bracelet and she would like play with it in her pocket
0: it's Midas had ripped it had tied it around her brace her wrist it's like dead flesh yeah it's like me cutting off my pinky toe and then deciding i'm just gonna keep it in my pocket it's my new necklace it was wild (laughs) I, I don't know why we kept talking about it. I thought maybe when he went back to the second kingdom, it would be instrumental in doing something like the flesh ribbon would crawl its way back to her. And <laughs> like, come, like, like a caterpillar. Because <laughs> yes. like sentient would like find its way back to her back and then they'd reunite in some like power move and she'd go all f- crazy flesh tentacles. I'm just like. dying. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that, but clearly I did. I put it on the bingo card. So the last three we have are Slade gets blamed for the destruction of Riftold. Nope. Did nope. not happen. Digby walks Aaron down the nope. aisle at her wedding. Didn't happen. And Queen Kayla wants to steal Oren from Slade. Nope. That didn't happen either. So listen. Well, are we the greatest Wait, wait, wait. Predictors? She did
1: technically steal him from Slade. Her from I mean, Slade. Actually,
0: you're not wrong. That's a kidnapping. That's a stealing. I mean, she does. Let's see. Do we have bingo anywhere? No. <laughs> Mainly because they don't line up. But... <laughs> Uh, but it's all fun and games so this will be up on our instagram so you can play along as you read this book and see if any of these predictions rang true for you or if you want to make your own what you thought what your own predictions were as you read this book i was like they definitely
1: know know which ones did not ring, just based on this podcast because we just went through the first know, i was thinking
0: about that out loud i'm like oh well you kind of know what happens now but if you have your own predictions that we did not mention here we'd love to hear them Because we love a good theory. Love an unhinged theory. We're going to do a whole series on unhinged theories. I'm convinced. And one day I have a whole list for us to talk about. Not super related to this podcast, but other books we've talked about. So you can find us always on Me underscore pod on Instagram. We'd love for you to give us a follow there. We'd also really love if you could read us and review us. We love hearing from you guys what you love about the podcast. So you guys can leave us a review on Apple Music or wherever you get your podcasts. But we wanted to give a quick shout out to a few friends who have left us some nice reviews. So thank you to Green Colleen, Wonderlust 57 and Sweet Carolyn. Thank you guys for leaving reviews. We appreciate it. And we'll give you a shout out if you give us a review the next time. So quick updates on what we're reading next. I believe we cover off on... Zodiac Academy is where this takes us next. Am I correct? Oh, Caitlin, you optimistic person. <laughs> am I not? No, we need we to deal it with- something else.
1: We need to deal with Garden of Serpents. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you say it so dramatically. I forget. I forget. We're not going Zodiac Academy. We, we going are going Zodiac after. So this is the third book in Demon Queen Trials? Yep. It came we out actually- earlier this month.
1: So it came out, yes, a couple of days before GLOW. And so we had tried to fit it in before GLOW. That was the original plan. That did not happen. We figured we would go with GLOW before we would go with Garden of Serpents. So we're going to do Garden of Serpents, publish that first week of July, maybe. Um, and then we'll be going into Zodiac Academy, which I'm really excited about because it's so For obvious great.
0: reasons. Lance Orion. And I should She's note gonna have that. She's going to have an
1: entire episode just about Lance.
0: Yes. Oh, I'm sure. There'll be a whole 45 minute segment on Lance loves Hilda or Hilda loves Lance. <laughs> But that concludes today's episode recap thoughts and feelings on Glow, the fourth book by Raven Kennedy in the Plated Prisoner series. We hope you guys enjoyed hearing our thoughts and feelings and laughed along with our commentary as much as we love talking about it. Again, please leave us a rating and review. We'd really appreciate and love to hear from you. And we'll give you a shout out next time we record. And we will see you guys next time when we talk about Garden of Serpents. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.